Hey, welcome into Positive Light. We're bringing a positive influence into this world and into your life. And hi, I'm Bob Miles. And today's episode is going to be on God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He never changes. He is just faithful, loving, and we can count on Him to be the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. If God never changes, that means his love is forever, his forgiveness is forever, his salvation is forever, his promises are forever. Romans 11.29 says, For the gifts and the calling of God are revocable. If God has ever been good, then he will always be good because he never changes. So how is Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever? Jesus is now and forever. He has no reason to change because he was God in the flesh. He cannot change. However, we are living in a world that is constantly changing. And as it continues to change and eventually passes away, Jesus will never change. God is unchanging, but we as humans do change. We grow in good things and grow in not so good things. When sin hits the world, the world became our immediate influence instead of God. Jesus was born and grew up just like us. As he strived to please his Father, so should we strive to be like Jesus and his character. Overall, what really matters is knowing that even though we are changing, Jesus never has nor will ever change. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In Isaiah 48, the Bible states, The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of God will stand forever. So if the word that Jesus Christ spoke of in the Bible does not wither away, then we know that Jesus does not change. In John 1, 1 through 1-5, the Bible states, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. The Word of God is so important to have to understand God. Jesus was an infant and then became a man, but His character and who He was and is will never change. So what does this mean for us? We are living in a world that is constantly changing. The way we think, act, and speak is changing. The world's customs and societal culture stay the same until one day things are altered. We are influenced by so much of this world that we forget sometimes that our focus should not be on this world at all. In Matthew 24-35, Jesus speaks about the future and how soon heaven and earth will pass away. But his words will not, so even though this world will continue to change and eventually pass away, Jesus will never change. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, the Bible states, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Jesus gave us life when he gave his on the cross. The words that he spoke brought and still bring life to our lives. Jesus took our burdens and died with them that day. How wonderful and glorious it is to have a God who is willing to die for us when we didn't deserve it at all. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to my Father except through me, out of John 14:6. In life, we balance many things like our family, spouses, and jobs. 
This life is full of tasks and adventures that awaits us. But in reality, if we are so absorbed with everything that grabs our attention, then how do we balance God? Jesus said that he is the way and the truth and the life. In John 14, that is the truth. If God's word says that we cannot go to the Father without knowing and accepting Jesus Christ as our Savior, then our lives are really what we spend time on. We are what we give our attention most to. Sometimes life sneaks up on us and we begin to let God fade into the background. We won't really know if Jesus is the same if we continue to let our lives control us. How can we know that Jesus is enough for us? Well, in John chapter 14, 8, Philip states, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus performed miracles and showed the disciples on many occasions that he was the Son of God. But even in all that, still, the disciples had a hard time believing that the Father was truly in Jesus. So, if we take this example and apply it to our lives, then we will see if we so truly believe that Jesus is Lord. We will see if we truly believe that Jesus never changes because God never changes. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we behold his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And his fullness we have all received, and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him out of John 1, 14-18. God's word is the truth. Jesus was alongside God, the creator of all things, including God's word. The Bible says that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, as stated earlier in John 1. Jesus was at the beginning of it all. Nothing can ever change it if we truly know God and read His Word. Jesus is now and forever. He has no reason to change because He was God in the flesh. He cannot change. The only thing that needs changing is us. That is why we go through the process of sanctification. Therefore, through this process of cleansing and renewal of the mind, we become more like Jesus and less like the world. We have a more difficult time understanding Jesus when we live and think as the world does. We cannot see that Jesus isn't like everyone else. He loves you with no conditions. So it's important to spend time with him and to see for ourselves that he will never change. The God of the Bible never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. That is why he is the only secure plan man can put his faith and trust in. The fact that God is eternally unchanging makes him unlike any other being in existence. So we know everything and everything else in life changes constantly. Relationships change, people change, landscape changes, health changes, culture changes, and so on. With everything around us changing so rapidly and our immediate future being filled with such uncertainty, we need to find an unchanging place to put our hope in. Lamentations 3.22-24 says, Through the Lord mercies we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I hope in Him. Malachi 3.6 says, 
For I am the Lord, I do not change, therefore you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. God is unchanging in his existence, and his attributes, and in his counsel. That is why he is where unshakable hope comes from. God is unchanging in his existence. There has never been a time when God was not. There will never be a time when he will cease to be. Psalm 102.27 says, But you are the same, and your years will have no end. His nature is infinite, never evolving, never diminishing, nor improving. All that he is today, he has always been, and forever will be. He cannot change for the better, because he is already perfect. Because he is perfect, he cannot change for the worse. If he did, he would cease from being perfect and from being God. He is completely influenced by an internal element. His power can never diminish and his glory will never fade. His existence never changes. God is unchanging in his attributes. Whatever his attributes were before the world was created, they are still his attributes today. The abilities that spoke everything into existence still exist today. His word is unchanging. Psalm 119.89 says, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. His love is unchanging. John 13.1 says, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. His mercy is unchanging. Psalm 105 says, For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Same is true with his knowledge, sovereignty, holiness, power, faithfulness, goodness, patience, grace, and even his wrath. His attributes never change. God's counsel also never changes. The instructions that God gave us to follow over 2,000 years ago still apply today. They do not have to be modified or contemporized. Isaiah 46, 9 through 10 says, Remember the former things of the old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning, and from the ancient times things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. God's will never changes. Psalm 33:11 says, The counsel of the Lord stands forever the plans of his heart to all generations. His word is timeless, and his promises are everlasting. Matthew twenty four thirty five says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will be no means pass away. God's counsel never changes. We should find extreme comfort in God's unchanging nature. Every created thing in this life will let you down at some point in time. Whether it's circumstances, relationships, health, career, children, technology, and so on. However unstable I or the circumstances around me are, God never changes. The God we serve today is the exact same God we served prior to the COVID-19 entering the scene. He is the same God today as he was the day he raised Jesus from the grave. He is the same God today as he was when he spoke to the world into existence. He is the same God who saves, and He is the same God in whom you can place your hope. If God never changes, then that means His love is forever. His forgiveness is forever, and His salvation is forever. His promises are forever. Romans 11.29 says, For the gifts and the calling of God are revocable. If God has ever been good, 
then he will always be good because he never changes. He is trustworthy. The question is, do you trust him? No matter what you are going through today, place your faith, trust, and hope in the God of the Bible through his son, Jesus Christ. It will be an unshakable hope with an unshakable foundation. So next, I'm going to introduce a song, and it's called Yesterday and Today, and it's by Tommy Walker and Eileen Walker. And here it is.
Hey, what a great song by Tommy and Eileen Walker. And here's what Tommy said regarding this song. He said this song was written from the Bible verse Hebrews 13.8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It seems that our world is changing every day. So I wrote this song to help us declare and cling to the fact that we belong to a never-changing God. So right now, in the midst of re-locking down due to COVID-19, we are being constantly reminded that there is a season and a time for everything. Life is constantly evolving and changing. The norm of daily life as we know it today will gradually shift and eventually look completely different. Throughout our lives, we will experience many seasons of change that we cannot control. We experience seasons of trials, of joy, of sadness, and of mourning, and of laughter, of things ending and new beginnings. During these seasons, it can be hard to remain faithful. No human work is eternal, and our activities, whether building up or tearing down, change with every season. We will experience change and transition in our lives. Sometimes life is exciting. Sometimes it's dull. There is time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun. There can be so much beauty in change and even letting things go. Even an incredible moment ends and fades to a memory. God remains the same, and he promises that there will be more incredible moments ahead. True beauty is found when we live in the present. The past has gone and the future is never guaranteed. All we have is now. Be present and intentional with your life. There is beauty in every season. Seasons will come and go, but God will always remain constant. He will remain constant in trials and suffering as well as in your joy and happiness. God has your best interests at heart. He is our rock in which we can stand, who strengthens us and steadies us as we look to him out of 1 Peter 5.10. Life is made up of different seasons that help us learn and grow into the person God has made us to be. And not just the typical season you think of like autumn, winter, spring, and summer. But if you have been to places where each season is unique and beautiful, you will understand the goodness of God's creation that transforms before your eyes. We don't like change, but nothing is static in life for long. We would rather stay on the positive side of things, laughing, loving, having peace. But as long as we live in the world of conflict, we must accept the fact that we cannot live with unchanging circumstances. However, these seasons of change should bring us hope because we know that God is in control and everything is designed to be good in its season. Different seasons include trial and triumph, heartache and joy. Our God created these different seasons so we would learn to rely on Him. God is faithful. And in this season, he is molding us into who we are meant to be. He is the creator of all good things. He allows everything to work together to achieve his master plan. It is okay to experience times of mourning. It is even necessary to do so. You have to allow yourself to feel the weight of the brokenness of this world. However, we can't lose sight of the fact that God is with us and remains faithful in the midst of our grief and pain. He has laughter coming for us on the other side. It is through faith in Jesus Christ that God can make your life beautiful, and he does it in his own time. The only true constant in life is God. He has beautifully orchestrated every part of our lives down to the minute. 
While we may never understand why God would allow things to happen as they do, He knows what He is doing. God is in control and has set a time for everything in accordance with His purpose for our lives. It is all according to His divine plan. Everything He does is for our good and His glory. During season of change, it is our job to listen to God and trust in His timing. It is our call to remain faithful even when we want to give up. God is unchanging in His love. He loves you. He has a plan for your life. Don't let the newspaper headlines frighten you. God is still sovereign. He's still on the throne. From Billy Graham. In the midst of life changes, including unemployment, illness, loss, relocation, and retirement, you can be comforted by knowing that God's love doesn't change. He's with you in the unemployment office, in the hospital, and in the moving van. And as you actually begin to collect Social Security. Actually, he's not with you in these places. He's in you in these places. And that's a powerful piece of knowledge. The next time your circumstances cause you to question whether God has abandoned you, close your eyes, breathe deeply, and ask God. What do I need to know, do, or think to be able to recognize you in this circumstance? If the answer doesn't come immediately, keep asking, even if you must repeat the question for days, months, or years. God is in you. His love for you is unchanging. That's all you need to know to be able to move through changing circumstances. Hold fast to the knowledge Christ is holding fast to you. Again, out of Hebrews 13.8, it tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because he's the same, he knows his love for us doesn't change either. Isn't that a relief? God loves you, period. You don't have to earn his love. You don't have to be worthy of it. And nothing you do or have done will keep God from loving you. What a relief to know that my failings won't keep us, our families, or our friends from the love of Christ. Nothing we can do will change his feelings for us. He even loves those people who don't know him or love him back. Unbelievably, Jesus loves the very people who tormented and crucified him. Luke 23, 24 quotes Jesus as saying, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. I can't imagine having the fortitude to extend forgiveness to people while they were killing me. I often been able to offer forgiveness after an incident when I later realized the person transgressing against me was actually in pain herself or himself and lashed out as a result. But I'm not sure I've ever had the strength to forgive someone the moment he or she injured me. Jesus' ability to forgive while he was being physically and mentally tortured reveals his true character. Further, Luke tells us that even as he hung in agony on the cross, he was able to respond to one of the men hanging next to him. One of the colonels hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said? Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. Out of Luke 23, 39 through 43. 
Even as he was dying, Christ showed love. Extraordinary women know that this love, his love, is unchanging. Though he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, accepting his love allows us to change for the better. He wants to see you and I mature spiritually. He desires that we get rid of unhealthy habits. He craves that we will take the time to read the Bible and learn more about his nature. He hopes that we will grow in faith so we can be more like him and love without judgment or expecting anything in return. He invites us to talk to him more each day, to turn all of our thoughts over to him. He wants to receive our worship and praise. More than anything, he wants to be our friend. In John 15, 15, he tells us, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I've learned from my father, I have made known to you. Though God's love is unchanging, how do you need to change in order to more fully embrace his love and friendship? It's a question worth pondering. Do you need to accept yourself before you can accept God's love more fully? Do you need to extend or accept forgiveness to yourself or others before you bathe in his love? Do difficulties in your earthly relationships hinder you from trusting your Heavenly Father? One of the best things about life is that tomorrow doesn't have to be the same today. You have the capacity to learn new habits, get rid of unwanted ones, identify what's holding you back, and do something about it. Though Jesus Christ is unchanging, you can change. And he'll help you. Knowing that God really loves you includes understanding that he wants the best for you and is willing to help you get it. As you learn more about him, you want to be more like him. Allow his unchanging love to change you. So next I'm going to read you a story and it's called To Remember Me. The day will come when my body will lie upon a white sheet neatly tucked under the four corners of a mattress located in a hospital busily occupied with the living and the dying. At a certain moment, a doctor will determine that my brain has ceased to function and that for all intents and purposes, my life has stopped. When that happens, do not attempt to instill artificial life into my body by the use of machine. And don't call this my deathbed. Let it be called the bed of life, and let my body be taken from it to help others lead fuller lives. Give my sight to the man who has never seen sunrise, a baby's face or love in the eyes of a woman. Give my heart to a person whose own heart has caused nothing but endless days of pain. Give my blood to the teenager who was pulled from the wreckage of his car so that he might live to see his grandchildren play. Give my kidneys to the one who depends on a machine to exist. Take my bones, every muscle, every fiber, and nerve in my body, and find a way to make a crippled child walk. Explore every corner of my brain. Take my cells, if necessary, and let them grow, so that someday a speechless boy will shout at the crack of a bat, and a deaf girl will hear the sound of rain against her window. Burn what is left of me, and scatter the ashes to to the winds to help the flowers grow. If you must bury something, let it be my faults, my weaknesses, and all my prejudice against my fellow man. If by chance you wish to remember me, do it with a kind deed or a word to someone who needs you. If you do all I have asked, I will live forever. So this story 
is told in the remembrance of Judy Brooks. She passed away a couple of weeks ago, and I will be attending her funeral today. The funeral is for the people left here who miss her, not for Judy. She is a great lady, and I know where she is, and I will see her again someday. I know Judy and God are having a great time. She taught me to have great faith, and she had that great faith until she passed away. Judy, you will miss until we see each other again. So that does bring us to the end of our episode today. I hope everybody enjoyed it. My closing prayer, as always, is that God blesses the journey you're on with Him and that you embrace that path. You can connect with me at positivelightpodcast at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Anywhere you download your podcast, you can get Positive Light for free. Hope everybody had a great week. God bless. We'll catch you next week.